See the floor podcast. You're here with the bros, your boy K Malone. Ryan Wilson. Got another episode for y'all. Ready, brother? Let's get it. See the floor podcast. The bros, the guys, K Malone. Ryan Wilson. And this episode is sponsored by. Yeah, we don't have a sponsor yet. Cut it out. Cut it out. <laughs> hey, if anybody wants to sponsor us, you know, we're open. You know, we'd love to do business with you. <laughs> Money being made around here. Yeah, yeah, sir. But aside from that, man, we had the All-Star game, you know, just this past week. You know, guys got a little break now. First set of games. Mm-hmm. Back starting uh, t- tomorrow, Thursday or tonight. Either way. I don't know. I think Thursday. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's tomorrow. Okay. When well, this will be coming out. Yes. Make sure y'all tune in. But the All-Star game, which technically was not supposed to happen, then happened. People weren't happy about it. We had it. Talk to me. What were your thoughts? I mean, we talked about it off here. I thought it was trash. I mean, other than the All-Star game, I thought it was trash. I feel like it was, you know, kind of. It, it looked like it was just put together last minute. Oh, yeah. I mean. And I have to admit, you might have been right with. They're not not being fans. Mm-hmm. It was kind of yeah. Even with <laughs> the amount of fans that were in there, yeah. of, you know, frontline workers and people that were allowed in there, it was cool to see the players interact with their families, like on the floor. Yeah, but you know, LeBron said like I'll be there physically, not mentally. He played seven minutes. He had four points. He had a mediocre dunk where his head was not at the rim, and he really decided that I'm not. I'm here. Man, the boy looked like he had no legs. Man, they, they don't. And, I mean, look, he's been on the injury report all season with an ankle injury. Hasn't missed a game. I think he's missed one. Yeah. If if that. I don't know if he has or not. But, still, my take on it is it's an all-star game. The, the kid in me still loves to see the guys all out on one floor. Um, I think the main thing that everybody was talking about was, which was impressive, but – Mind you, it's an all-star game. Steph Curry and Dame, how effortlessly they shoot the ball from that distance. Yeah. Luka tried to hop in, and Luka's just not, <laughs> He's not there, there yet. yet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, yeah. So that was good to see. I just, I don't know. I've just never been a fan of, you know, the uh, stereotype of how an all-star game is supposed to go. Okay. Like, why can't we just go out there and hoop? Like, why has it got to be a show? I'm entertained by a competitive game. Mm-hmm. So I don't understand why you got to do uh, the extra. Okay. Like, so. I like how they, you know, how they choose the teams now. I like that. Mm-hmm. But let it be a real pickup game. Okay, hold on now. These teams were not fair. No, they wasn't. They I mean, weren't. and Giannis said it. I mean, Team LeBron. I mean, now, mind you, because Kevin Durant's team, there's so many replacements. Yeah. Now, if it wasn't so many replacements, would that have been more of a fair matchup with Anthony Davis and Kevin Durant? I think so. Okay. But, yeah, like I said, I just, I don't I don't like it. I don't like the theatrics. Okay. Just go out there and hoop. Like, yeah, I want to pe- see people go with each other every possession. 
to me was a lot different. It just even the previous All Star games, when everybody's playing and they're healthy and and it's and it's fun, the fans are there. It it flows a lot better. Like there was a lot of missed oops, a lot of bad passes, a lot of. It took them a minute to get going. Yeah, and a lot of All Star games, at least it's. It's really high scoring. There's a lot of shots made, and it kind of picks up. The excitement picks up, and then you get to that fourth quarter when it's time to compete. And now you're like, okay, well, in this situation, Tim Durant was down 20. Right. Now, mind you, the guys that were on the floor, I like it because James Harden was trying to make shots. Levine was trying to make shots. Yeah. Mike Conley was trying to – like, they, they tried to, like, okay, let's let's make this a game. But, I mean, they were just overwhelmed by the – So do you credit that bad basketball, as we say – do you credit that to there not being that many fans there and the pressure is not really on for you to perform? Yes and no. It just it like I said, it was just a tough situation going in. You have guys that are hurt that end up not playing. You have guys that are on technically minutes restrictions via their team or themselves. LeBron didn't play that much. Paul George didn't play that much. So yeah, we got some of our best players in the league playing, but guys, and then you already don't have Kevin Durant. Anthony Davis, Andy Book, like we're missing a lot of talent on the floor to make that game yeah. way better than it could have been. Yeah. So the one thing I'm very, very happy about from just the game in the, we can't call it All-Star Weekend, <laughs> was definitely the empowerment of really showcasing the HBCUs, um, really showcasing Atlanta, and just, like I said, just keeping the platform, um, keeping the main thing the main thing. Yeah. So, and I think that was the NBA's whole thing was, Let's at least do it and put on the best product as possible and highlight, you know, something that we at least can focus on and bring, keep bringing positivity, keep bringing awareness. That was huge. It was very special. Yeah. It was a nice thing to see. Yeah. And hope it continues. Yeah. I mean, and my other takeaway from just the all-star game, just the whole thing in general, I mean, it was good to see some of the newer faces get in. It was great to see a guy like Julius get in because, like I said. Speaking of. If you're in their shoes, the replacements, mm-hmm. how do you feel? See, it's tough. So, because Tatum, he he was not shy about it when they interviewed him. You know, he was excited, but he's like, I want to, I want to be in on my own. Yeah, yeah. As a no, and and rightfully so. And I mean, I think I think that's the thing that makes him really good. I think it's the thing that makes Jalen Brown good as well. Is like they're both going to be an, an All Star starter. Yeah. At some point. And when their time comes, I think they're going to be ready. But it was really nice to see him. Um, nice to see Brown. Nice to see Brad Bill. Nice to see Levine. Like, you, these are young two guards. Like, they're hungry. They're like, I D-book, like, guys, we're here. I feel like Brad Bill kind of shied away. For him to be putting on the season that he's putting on. I, I just think he didn't play that well. He just didn't shoot it great. He didn't. He wasn't really there though either. Like the effort just wasn't really there. Yeah, I think I think the first two times he really had a point to prove. Yeah. Um, you know, because this year, which I was really and that's one of the things that um I can say about high school all star games and camps and stuff. The one thing that the NBA all star game doesn't get as much, you never get a great one on one battle. You would think that the best players in the world, sometimes you Trying to go bucket for bucket and clear the floor and see what you got because right. we've seen it a many a times in the rookie sophomore game of the world versus USA game where they like oh we do this like you get a bucket on me I'm coming right back so right. there was anything a, you can do I can do better yeah there was a quick <laughs> exchange I think between George Paul George and Bill or Tate. it was somebody and 
it never really got more than one possession. I was hoping. I was like, ooh. Yeah, here we go. I, I Let's said, get okay. into it. I said, okay, Pete. <laughs> I was like, this is, this is your time. You can maybe redeem yourself. Yeah. So we didn't get that. I would love to see it. I yeah. I'd love to see, you know, a Kyrie back and forth with Steph's in anything that just yeah. But that's what I mean. I feel like I feel like the players all around throughout were just checked out. Like, yeah. you know, we're here, we gotta do it. So let's just go ahead and get this over. That's what it seemed like to me. Gotcha. I mean, now with that being said, you cause you know you talked about replacements. Was Everybody had their all snub team, whatever, whatever. And I think more about the snub. I think it's more about the kind of the placement of starters who's not a starter. You know, the whole should Dame have been a starter versus Luca. And even though it's fan vote wise, mm-hmm. you know, should Devin Booker have just been in coach's pick regardless? I mean, and then who do you leave off? I mean, to me, Mike Conley's not a snub. Him not getting picked is not because he's not good enough. It's just, it's really about who do you take out? Like, right. his team is first place. But the numbers, do are his numbers really better than somebody? Like, yes, he's impacting winning, because he's clearly, him getting traded to Utah, people are like, okay, that, that might be, get them over the hump. And it now that he's been healthy, it has. Yeah. But is he in all, like, no. he had better years in Memphis <laughs> than he's had this year in Utah. It's just because they're in first place. I can answer that with no hesitation. No. Like, I'm They're be- just other players better. Yeah. That's just what all it comes down to. Just like uh, Kenny Smith, what he was saying. You know, he played with Magic. Like, he was a great player, but mm-hmm. he never had a chance. Yeah. And that's all it was. That's all it is. I mean, it's no discredit to him, but there are just other better guards in that same position. Yeah. Like, and to be honest, if we're talking specifically Mike Conley, there's no disrespect because, like I said, I Mike Conley's a guy I watch closely because if there's somebody I could help watch and add to my game that'd be him to be honest if this dude hadn't got hurt i think john morant has a better case to be an all-star than mike conley agreed and if we're talking about bringing that to the all-star game i want to see Ja. exactly i will say this mike conley did bring it though because in the game he yeah. did shoot it well in the three-point contest he went head to head yeah with the greatest shooter of all time, and I got to give him a lot of credit. So yeah. he stepped up. He said, "Y'all, if you gonna let me in the door, <laughs> I know you hear me knocking. All I need is a chance." Yeah. So shout out to Mike Conley, really just taking advantage of the weekend and getting to showcase that. Yeah. Okay, now that I can say I have this under my belt, at least don't be just cool and out there like. And that shows the oh, oh, guy that's been in the league fourteen years. Like I'm gonna embrace the moment. I'm gonna take it for what it is because man, I get another opportunity for sure. So that was good, but. Last thing on the you know game you know before we, what's your thoughts because I because of last year it carried over this year the Kobe slash Elam ending in terms of the teams take the combined score three quarters in the fourth quarter they play an untime at twenty four minute twenty four points to the highest team total score and you got to get to that and then that's game I mean do you like the format I mean I know this year what it didn't have the same effect because it wasn't yeah. as close but is that something you want to see still going forward? I mean, I like it simply just because it's a tribute. Mm-hmm. I mean, Kobe impacted the league so much. It's always good to see, you know, them paying homage to a fallen soldier, essentially. Uh, so, yeah, I enjoy it. I like it. It makes things interesting. Gotcha. So. Yeah, I mean, then shout out to Giannis going what, 17 for 17. It was That was kind of impressive. No, it wasn't. I mean, when he hit the three ball, he hit a lot. lucky three. He did. But other than that, 
But to see him kind of be excited and to kind of know, like, okay, I haven't missed and still be able to stay locked in in a game that you don't have to do that and he still could have won MVP, okay. I'm not impressed. It's an all-star game. No one's playing defense. You're right. But majority were dunks. But if I'm him, hopefully I carry that into the, the, you know, the second part of the season. Yeah. That's, you know. I still would have given it to Steph, me personally. I would have, but then Steph missed some shots. It was like. I don't care. <laughs> His performance was more impressive. What about what about the all the guards with the dunks? Man. <laughs> CPs almost don't count, though, because he. It he, rattled. Yeah, that, that's how I would have dunked the ball. Every inch of the rim. <laughs> yes. Someone would have thrown me a perfect lob, and then I dunk it. The ball kind of pop out. They go back in. Yeah, like, that don't count. But it's CP, so we're yeah. happy for him. Oh yeah, but <laughs> hey, the guards showed the bounce. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So, and yeah. that was that was impressive to see a lot of that from guard to guard because I think people don't get a chance to see that because as guys that size in the league, there's footers down there. It's gonna be very difficult to yeah. do that. But that just proves my point. They weren't playing defense. Well, was, they, they ran some good plays. It was a lob. It was transition. It was a lob out of bounds. First off, nobody was paying attention to CP on their inbounds. <laughs> they were, but that's that's the beauty of it. Oh man! Hey, I want to catch somebody slipping one day so I can get one, so I can put that, you know, put that on my highlight reel. Yeah, you too can be great one day, also. <laughs> <laughs> good point. Good point. Good point. Now, All Star breaks over. If you were a player, you're not in the game. You're not participating. It's not normal All Star weekend. And let's just give one side and the other. If it was a normal All Star weekend as a player. Would you go for the festivities, or do you go travel somewhere and decompress? Hmm. That's a tough one, because love basketball, mm-hmm. but I love my family more. So yeah. I would probably propose the question to my family. And if they want to go to All-Star Weekend, we can go to All-Star Weekend. If not, we can get out of here. Okay. I, d- I definitely think as a player – no matter what kind of stature, I mean, if you're to the point where you can afford to bring your family, I, I think you should go at some time. Hopefully, one, use it as motivation, you know, to get there. Even if you're a role, just use it as motivation. Just see, like, all the best guys in the world, some of your other teammates and what the experience is like. Um, get a chance to take your, you know, mom, dad, you know, cousins, brother, sister, whatever, kids. I think also, once you've done it once or twice, definitely take your vacation. Either yeah. Either go home, get back in the gym, spend time with your family, you know, or go off somewhere. You know, a lot of guys like to, you know, go off to whatever island they can afford to go to and really kick back. DR. DR, I think, is a popular one. Yeah. Back back in the day. But, uh, yeah, I, I think I agree. I think it depends on what stage of your career you're in, honestly. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, you go to All-Star Weekend, it can get a little repetitive. Yeah. So, at at, at some point. You probably are over it and yeah, want to go the elsewhere. Events are great. The parties are great. Um, you know, being able to still market yourself or whatever, that's all cool. But kind of that family time is invaluable. Now, the other thing is this year, based on this season, I mean, I think it's a pretty obvious answer. Like, I'm out. <laughs> I ain't going nowhere near it. Atlanta, you can have it. So, yeah. And we can all agree on that. Definitely. So, hopefully, it wasn't too hot in hot Atlanta. Ain't no teller. I seen some of y'all's Instagram stories. Y'all know who I'm talking about. I saw y'all was in Hotlanta. I ain't gonna name no names. I saw y'all. It's okay. Go get you a ball player. 
Yeah. Ooh, Next subject. You're running people over. Oh, it's okay. You know. <laughs> Throw them under the bus. Yeah. But, so, second part of the season coming. Anything you were looking forward to in terms of, I mean, just whether it's a team, whether it's less postponed games, just whether it's getting to the playoffs, whether they do a bubbles or anything that you're kind of looking forward to. Uh, I'm looking forward to, I guess, the top teams, if they can keep it going. Because, mm-hmm. um, you know, uh, this break can break a lot of people's momentum. Mm-hmm. So teams like Brooklyn and Utah, like, are they going to be able to keep it going? Yeah. Or, and people that were coming up from the bottom, can they keep it going? Yeah, because it's very tight right now. I mean, you're if you're anywhere between 8 and 12, 8 and 13, you're not out of it because normally it's been like, okay, after the all-star break, like you can really tell. Yeah. Okay, one through ten. Who's going to like, just like, for example, Oklahoma City, technically, they're really not out of it. Like, you win five straight I games. I, hold on, hold on. <laughs> I don't like how you just automatically jump to OKC. Like, who thought they were out of it? <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> Go back to our previous episodes. They weren't in it, but they ain't out of it neither. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. So Shay Gillis is trying to trying to trying to trying to make a push, trying to get it together. I'm telling you, they win five games. They go from like twelve to like eight, like that. Seriously, yeah. it, they would be above. They would be above Golden State because Golden State's at nine. Can you win with Shay Gillis as your number one? Yes, you can win. Can you make the playoffs in the West? Is a different story because he's good. He's, he's, well, that's what I mean by winning. Can, can they make it with him? As I mean, you're going to have to have another piece. It can't yeah. just be him. But, I mean, when you have a combo guard that can get you, and I think he gets, he's going to get to a point where, and I don't I don't want to cap anybody, but I think he'll get to a point where he's consistently going to be able to get you 22 to 25 a night and probably eight assists. And he's a he's a two-way guard. I mean, he'll guard. He's long. So he can play. Yeah. It's just he has moments of being special. But can he? So does he need a counterpart? Or does he need someone bigger? I think he needs a counterpart. I think. Because mm. you believe in him, huh? Yeah, because, I mean, I, I think about this. Like, if him and De'Aaron Fox are on the same level, De'Aaron Fox has a decent team, but they're not getting there. They got pieces, but they're mm. not getting there. So you might need a second guy that's really a guy yeah. that can get y'all over the hump. Okay. And I might take Shea Killers Wow. Why is that? On the defensive end? I think his ceiling is a little bit higher. Really? I do think so. And I didn't think so at first. That's I just, interesting. He, because if you watch him at first, like I, De'Aaron, I think, had the ability to score. And it's like his number, even though his numbers have gone up. Like Shea Gillis, you weren't sure. And I think the same way people like saw Jamal Murray, he's not as good offensively as Jamal Murray. But I think he'll be a tick under that. And if he's a tick under that, I think that makes him better than De'Aaron. Jamal Murray been a little quiet though. He has been quiet this year, and they're 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 not. So was it a fluke? No, it's not a fluke. He's he can score it. I think that's that's certified. I think a lot of guys say he can score the ball. Okay. So and I, and I don't. That's part of the problem. Jokic is playing at like he is MVP type numbers. It's mm-hmm. everybody else. Yeah. And I think you what you said is. There's no way I'm keeping Paul Millsap, and I let Mace, uh, I let Plumley, and 
Jeremy Grant, go. You, you can see it. You are the weakest link. <laughs> Man, sorry. What's Man. up? Bye-bye. Yeah, you got to get him up out of there. Yeah, but the main thing that I'm looking forward to, most likely, is I want to see Brooklyn with Blake Griffin. Is it a done deal? No, he's going. He's Yeah, sign a veteran minimum. He'll, he, will, he will be there. I'm sure he'll be able to suit up. Maybe not Thursday, but he'll be able to suit up, most likely, after that. Mm. So... How do you feel? Because we Blake has been in the dungeon, and we've mentioned him. Blake, DeAndre. It does give them the big that they need, but what Blake Griffin are we getting? Because everybody keeps talking about this motivated Blake. I want to see what a motivated Blake Griffin looks like. What does that even entail? Right. It just depends on what role he takes. Because, you know, he may, he may do the mellow. Prior to Portland, Melo thought he was the man. He was still have, the man. He doesn't have his game isn't even close to what Carmelo Anthony brings to a team, I think. I know that. But I'm saying look at Melo when he was in when he came to OKC. Mm-hmm. He thought he was the man. Like he thought he was still KD type. Like mm-hmm. that's no, you have to accept that you six man. Portland. He's accepted. He's six man. Yeah. So Blake has to do the same thing. Blake can't go into it thinking he's in LA. True. That's not you anymore. Yeah. And I and I hope I hope we get to see the best of whatever Blake Griffin has left to offer. I hope that this whole thing about getting no dunks isn't a thing because you're playing with James Harden and Kyrie Irving where you should be able to get some pick and roll lobs to the rim. At will. Yes. So this I hope everybody keeps talking about him. This being able to switch and guard people like Blake Griffin looked like he can't move at all, and he's carrying too much weight. Like he's turned into the Hulk, and he needs what? to slip. You think he's gonna be able to get out if, switch if and guard? Zion can do it. He can do it. Zion's much younger and 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 hasn't had no surgeries. Blake Griffin looked like he's carrying. He got dad bod mixed hey, with the Hulk. No. I'm just saying he he ain't got no dad by come on now. He picked up some kid pounds and he got too much Pause. muscle. <laughs> so be interesting yeah. to see. Yeah, it will. But I mean, and then also I'm looking forward to who really does win MVP. I mean, you talk about it. Jokic. He uh scary. But I mean, I think we. I don't think they'll give it to him just because it's yeah. him. But but and then I, my my two thing is the two, Embiid and, and Jokic have the best numbers. Yeah, and that's scary. It'll probably go to Embiid just because he's a bigger. I mean, he. I mean, he's he's cooking. Sale. Yeah, and it's not even. It's easy too. Now, okay, if you had a big to start your team with, who you start your team with? Right now, Embiid, Jokic, AD. Hmm. Think, let's think about this. When AD's healthy, how AD was in New Orleans. Yeah. Scary. But you have to think about but he's I, often not healthy. This is true. <laughs> now, but Embiid has not been healthy up until the last two years. Yeah. And I just think that's part of growing into that big frame. Yeah. Because coming out of Kansas, what, he's, he's 19, 20 years old, and now obviously being 26, 27. That's tough. Like, right now, I'm leaning towards Jokic because he's the most consistent. Okay. You don't know which Joel you're going to get. And but you, you don't asked, know if but a- you did ask, you specifically, you did ask for this 
Joel and B. Exactly. And you see his numbers. I, I don't know. To me, it is. It, I'm not even looking at the numbers anymore. I'm just looking at the what I see on the floor, the eye test. It's easy. And for all y'all watching that watch basketball, Hakeem Olajuwon 2.0 is officially in the building. And even scarier because he's hitting step back, pump fake, let a defender fly by threes for <laughs> to take a lead for a game. What? <laughs> what was it? Yeah, he getting his money. Yeah. But, yeah, right now I'm going to have to go with Jokic. Because he's, he's the most consistent. And he might – he might not can't get up and down like them, but yeah, I'm going with that. Okay. Who you got? It's got to be in B, but I definitely, if LeBron gets his team back in first, does he? He's played every game, still 25 plus. What are they right now? They're actually fourth. So Utah, when the Clippers, is AD back? They, I don't. He's think not they're back. I, I think they're trying to bring him back at the end of March. Hmm. I don't see it. Number one, I don't see that. But if they get if they get back to number one and LeBron keeps doing what he's doing, is he MVP? No. Okay. Mm-mm. It's funny, like guys have been up and down this year, and it and it and not necessarily up and down about their performance, but just the way that the teams are playing because you got guys in and out, and you have these different protocol things, so. I think you may have to go with who's most consistent. I think I think this would be the year to take take the numbers and the records out of it. Yeah. This, you got to look strictly eye test. Who's played the best? Who's played the most consistent? Who's looked good no matter who's on the floor with their team or not? But that's, you know, in a perfect world. Yes, in a perfect world. Because in a perfect world, I mean, if that's the case, I mean, you look at Joel and Jokic, I look at. Braun and Dame, and then I look probably Steph will be the five guys. Yeah. You know, CP3 could get some love. You know, it's a popularity contest. So mm-hmm. it's probably going to be Joel or now, LeBron. Should, if, say, Phoenix were able to come and snatch the first seat away from the Utah Jazz, does, does CP really need to get some MVP love? No. Okay. <laughs> but think about it. Their team is, uh, hey, I, they're, they're only two and a half games back behind. Yeah. Utah. That's what I'm saying. They're not that far behind. So is that really a, a tough task? No. Okay. But I mean, who's responsible for that? Because it books out. CP keeps them afloat. I mean, I don't see them doing that with book out. But okay. If that was happening, yeah, you'd have to credit. I'm him. just trying to write a good script here. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm just, just go with me. I'm just trying. You know, I hear you. some excitement. I hear you. I hear you. I don't see it though, but. Anything can happen, I guess. Okay. So now let's talk about some real world things. Obviously, we live in the state of Texas. Our governor has lifted the mask mandate. That means capacity can start to go up in places. You know, I know a lot of people's eyes are going to be on us to see how we do with cases and things like that. Do you see, you know, maybe the start with, you know, the Mavs, the Rockets, and the Spurs in terms of letting more fans in and start to get basketball back to where it's been? Because they haven't Competit- said anything. They haven't competitively, said anything. Yeah. Allowing the fans in will increase the competitive nature of the players. Um, but do I think it's worth it? No. Okay. Not sacrificing people's health just for entertainment. Yeah. Because the Mavs have not really let anybody in all year. They've only had just select just 
friends, family. It's really been it. It's been no no fans. Period. So, yeah. And I don't. I didn't. I haven't seen anything that Mark Cuban said that they're going to allow fans. Yeah. I I don't see him doing that just because you know Mark Cuban. I think he's his own man, and mm-hmm. I don't think he's just gonna open up just because they've been allowed to. Mm-hmm. But that's just me. So, okay. What you think? Do I think that we should, or do I think it's good for the game? Do you think it's good for the game? You know it's good for the game because that means revenue and that means just that, that energy gets back. Yeah. But um, in terms of just the livelihood for everybody, I think just wait. Just I, I don't think there's anything wrong with maybe giving through the rest of March and let's see now that officially today for us, you know, recording that this is the first day that you can pretty much go into places without it, yeah. the places that are saying that you have to wear one, um, and just kind of go from there. Yeah. So – I take that back. I think the Mavericks had have, I, but I think theirs came very recently that they've had a limited number of fans because they definitely started out the year with no fans. Yeah. Because I remember watching one of the games where I saw people walking on the concourse. So, but just like I said, for our state, this is kind of a big thing. All eyes on us. Yeah. Not that, and there's been other states that have been technically more open, but like I said, we're the largest. For land us to mass. be as hot as we are. Yes. And to still make that decision. It's going to be interesting. I mean, also at this point now, we're one of the highest vaccinated states and we have had some more access to within other places have had. Yeah. So I, I see the logic and I see the understanding, but it's just about being careful. But I have to wonder, like, we're the highest vaccinated. Is that percentage wise or is that number wise? Because number wise, yeah, we're going to be one of the highest because we're bigger in population. And I'm not sure about it. I'm sure. I'm sure both of those are ours is always going to be inflated because of the amount of people that we do have. Exactly. So, so. yeah, but that's just, you know, it's just something that's that's worth because going forward, you know, the NBA's thing was okay going to Atlanta and trying to do a mini bubble, keep everybody safe. Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons both didn't get to play. Mm-hmm. Because of contract, like, what's up with these barbers? We gotta talk to, we gotta talk. Like, I'm about to holler at my barber, like, hey man, like, you, you good? Like, before I come in here, because like, you know, you saw the Super Bowl thing, not an all star game, like, barbers, y'all trying to make money, like, we got stuff to do, y'all got, y'all got money to be made. What, what we doing? I mean, you gotta, they standing over you the whole time, so that's inevitable. Mask up, shorty, yeah, but go get. But you know, swabbed. Come on now. You gotta be. If you're if you have that kind of clientele, you have to. Yeah, but most people you have to be very disciplined about the mask. And how many people are that disciplined? True. So I'm just saying. Yeah, I, I agree. But that's my take. Yeah, I feel you. Yeah. So man. Also, Shaved we can. head saves lives. <laughs> oh gosh! Cut your own hair. Nah, <laughs> I did look at how much money I've I've spent, like on haircuts. I looked at my cash app from two thousand seven, two thousand eighteen, to now on haircuts. Boy, exactly. Best decision I ever made. I've. <laughs> People, I don't want to tell you how like, and I don't get a good haircut every week. I want every two, two and a half, three. 
I've spent more than a stack on haircuts in three years. Mm. I was like, Jesus. My barber only charged me. That's not a lot. Three years? That's not a lot. Maybe it was more than that. Maybe it was like, no, was it seven? I don't know how much money I spent on here. It's been a lot. It was it was a lot. It was a lot more than I thought. Yeah. It's like it ain't hit me upside the head. My cuts be twenty twenty dollars. <laughs> give him tip. That's it. A little fee for the cash app. But aside from that, one thing I'm looking forward to this year, and because I hope they pick it up. Going to the next episode, the kicks, man. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Hey guys, what's up, man? Bring the kicks out. Shoes <laughs> still getting released. Stuff still being worn. Cause I got, I got some stuff in my mind that I want to talk about about these shoes. Cause this year's shoe lineup of all the players' shoes, they're weak this year. <laughs> Braun's shoe is weak. Katie's shoes just all right. We're in quarantine, man. Uh, I mean, I fell in love with Paul George's shoe last year. James Harden's shoe, it's all right. Kyrie's <laughs> shoe is like, I like the color, but the shoe is just all right. It was quarantine. People developing from the crib. Man, there's not look, any more brainstorming going we, on. I got a whole episode <laughs> ready. We gonna talk about Under Armour, Nike, Adidas, Anta, Fila, K1, everybody. I'm going. I'm, we're breaking down shoe roster, shoe lineup. Who needs a shoe? Who don't need a shoe? I got it all for you. All right. Numbers two, because there's a lot of dudes getting a lot of bread for these shoes that are buns. Right. Mm, some of these contracts, you're like, he got how much? Yeah, so <laughs> and I, his shoe don't even sell like that. Man, I'd rather see a guy like PJ Tucker get a shoe because I know he would come out with a shoe that's fire. You hear me? And people will buy it because that. But oh, I ain't seen nothing like that. Yeah. So I love the Kobe wave though. I love seeing the guys in the Kobe's. Like homage, super homage. Yeah. Hey, job with the all high top Kobe's. Right. Him and him and Darren's been on that too. You so know, I don't. That was my shoe too. Yeah, I know you. You love. <laughs> you still got some high top Kobe sitting in. Uh, yeah, yeah, in the vault. So, but uh, Jobin coming out with all the different every single high after he twists his ankle. Yeah, I got Jobin show you some love, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and the last thing is, man, you know, G League bubble about to come to an end. You know, it's something we're gonna throw in there too. Yeah, you know, talk about the talk about the young bulls and all them guys. Like Jalen Green came out with a nice thirty ball for his last game in the. I don't know. I'm I'm at to take him one. Cade. I already I already called it. I know but Cade just every time I think I gotta take Jalen Green, Cade just comes with the No, I'm taking Jalen. Man. Told you he got that Kobe esque. It is. Scary. Man, last shout out, shout out to my guys at ORU, man. Summit League champs. Nah. <laughs> Summit League champs. That means automatic birth NCAA tournament. That's what's up. Yeah, man. You know, ORU, one year alum. You know, shout out, coach. Let me come in and get my game off a little bit. Shout out, coach Solo. That's your other squad. Man, I, I, you know I was coming to them. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Wichita State Shockers, regular season American Athletic, regular season champions. We fell short. My year, our one, my the first year Wichita State being there. Shout out to Coach Isaac Brown. Yeah, doing his un, thing. Unanimous Coach of the Year went from interim coach to head coach. Pay that man one point five million dollars a year. Shout out Young Bull Tyson Etienne, co American Athletic Player of the Year. Man, I'm a proud alum, man. I, that's a blessing. I got to go to schools that you know, just. It's a blessing. God is good. Man, yeah, all the time. So, shout out to them. That's it, man. That's a wrap. 
Another one in the books. Yes, sir. Follow your boy on Instagram. B underscore great. K. Follow your boy. Witness your moment. Your, you are. Yes, sir. You already know. Get at the Twitter. Get at the Instagram. See the floor underscore. Yes, sir. Website. www.seethefloorpodcast.com. We don't have Facebook, but we post on our Facebook. <laughs> I'm letting y'all know everything we're on. You already know Spotify. Check the check the videos out on YouTube, Anchor, yep. Apple Podcasts. We are here. There's nothing we ain't tapped in with now. Everything across the board. Yes, sir. So you already know. Like, comment, share, subscribe, tell a friend, tell all. We Love out y'all. here. Yes, sir. Till next time, y'all. We out. See life like you see the floor. <laughs>